In the next hour, we want to put a smile on your face, elevate your endorphins, and bring you happiness. Welcome to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. We spend so much of our lives chasing happiness, it might just be where you least expect it to be. Natalie and her guests are going to show you how and where to find it. And now, your host, Natalie Botros. Welcome, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host, and welcome to my show, Say Yes, Be Happy, where each week I discuss with the different with the guests from a different field and we find the happy the silver lining and the success in it this week we're going to talk about something that everybody talks about but nobody really knows what is it it's becoming an influencer and then to exposing your brand with confidence and let me introduce you my guest my guest she's a renowned global influencer and award-winning mindset coach in the health and wellness industry she is an NLP RTT practitioner, best-selling author, public speaker, host of All My Health, There Is Hope podcast, and best holistic life magazine editor. She currently works creating online global influencers, teaching her clients to remove blocks, holding them back, and start that love affair with their potential online clients and gain maximum exposure. She has recently been recognized and featured on the cover of the Los Angeles Entrepreneur Magazine, Top 25 Influencers 2022. And this is the second year in a row. She's getting the message of hope out into the world in a huge way, changing the world one inspiring story at a time. Please welcome Jana Short. Hello, Jana. Hello, Natalie. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I am amazing. <laughs> You're always amazing. I love your energy. And I think our energies match in that because you're always positive and, you know, like alive. <laughs> so let's dig in. First of all, everybody talks about being an influencer. Can you explain us what is an influencer? Because I know that it's not only someone who's on Instagram taking their own pictures. <laughs> no, to me, an influencer is someone who educates, who inspires, who motivates. So I, I'm telling you, every one of you are influencers and you may not even realize it, but if you're a sister or a brother, a mother, you're influencing your children, right? You are an influencer already. So it's what is your mission? What is your passion? And what is it that you want to change in the world? So influencers for me, are inspirers and creators of change. And they're not the twerkers <laughs> yeah, yeah. on Instagram, right? Or are the people, you know, with the, the bottom shots. I mean, influencers are real people creating inspiration and change in the world and a generational change. So something that will pass on through the generations, the things that we are teaching and educating on now. That's amazing. So we are all influencers, but being a brand influencer, like impacting more people, can everyone be one? Or like we have to have some, you know, some characteristics, of <laughs> some qualities? No, I think anyone can be an influencer of something that really lights their soul on fire. So for me, it's weird because I started out in, in my career as an interior designer. It's what I went to school for. I actually was really famous in Los Angeles for my interior design. And then something changed in my life and I got sick. And when I got sick, struggling to find help so that I could survive, I was literally given two weeks to survive, nine, almost 10 years ago, actually. And I was struggling to find another option, a holistic option, because modern medicine had failed me. They mm -hmm. had done all they could. And something changed in me, and I became 
fired up about helping others and making sure that they know there's still hope in the world and finding a way to connect them to those who could offer that help. Because when you're looking for help online, let's face it, it's a, a, there's a lot to choose from and not everybody is created equally, right? Yes. And so um, it's really hard to set them apart. So that's where creating that beautiful brand. When I say expose your brand, it's exposing your mission. It's more than just exposing, I I don't know, this beautiful pink pen that I'm so excited it'll change your life. It's about the mission behind that, that how that's how you inspire people about your brand. Yeah. So, um, are there like, I know that we're going to go deep in exposing your, exposing your brand with confidence, but do you have any tips for someone who wants to become an influencer from where they, they should start, like their project, like they should start something that is from their own story. Tell us all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So when I do coaching, I don't do coaching anymore. I, I use 12 people a year is all I coached and they're usually on my covers. Here's the thing. When you decide what you want to do, I've had people who've gotten into health and wellness and they will tell me when I say, who do you help? Everyone, everyone needs me. Then nobody's going to find you. You have to like niche down into exactly who the person is that you are serving. Who am I helping? Why? Why do they need me? Once you start breaking it down, absolutely, that is your moment to shine as an ambassador for that voice, for that person who cannot speak from this for themselves. But of course, everyone needs health and wellness in their in their life, right? But yeah. they, you have to really niche down to exactly what you are doing and who you are doing it for. And when you throw your your pitch out, your product out, your brand out to the right person, they will bite. But if you just, it's kind of like throwing your spaghetti on the wall, right? To see if it sticks. It doesn't work as well. So you really have to take a little bit of time to soul search and keep breaking down who it is you're serving. And when you find that person, you start rising above everyone else because you become that expert in that field, right? You're in your zone of genius, your your passion zone. Yeah. So how do you decide about your brand? Is there like a process for it? There is. And I'm telling you, it's going to change as you grow. Because when I first started coaching, I was a mindset coach, right? I wanted people to understand that 80% of everything you do in your life, your career, your love life, your your body metamorphosis, right? Everything, everything starts between these two beautiful ears of yours. It's all mindset, 80% mindset, 20% strategy, meaning I can't just lay in bed, think about being the queen of England, right? (laughs) I literally have to think about it all the time, talk about it all the time, but take that those 20%, that those steps towards getting there, right? So I have to strategize on it. So you definitely, it's, it's a process. So I would tell you, when you start thinking about what it is that you want to serve, just start thinking about what you, it's usually when I work with coaches and I put up a mirror in their face, they're usually serving someone that's exactly like them right? They will relate exactly to them. They need what they needed when they were going through the process. But I started out coaching as a mindset coach. Mm -hmm. And then I understood how hard it was for people to trust online. It was super hard. Um, It's not like I can read you. I don't see you half the time. I barely know you. I don't want to give you my money. Although, you know, you went to school, you were educated for this. You've got to pay your bills. Yeah. 
And how do you build that rapport online with complete strangers? And then I started moving into that field. Like, how do I connect these amazing people that I'm meeting with the people who need them? And so my brand did change a little bit, although it was always under who I was, right? And under health and wellness. But my direction kept getting moved. And I will tell you, when the universe opens a door for me, I walk through it now. I don't like think about it. I just walk through it because I know that it's coming to my door for a reason. So I didn't fight it. Yeah, I went to school to be a a mindset coach and an NLP and RTT practitioner, but this is where my path is leading me clearly. And so I just kept moving into it. And every single time I did, I was blessed. So I went from a mindset coach, branding myself as a mindset coach, to becoming a podcaster and then a public speaker. And then I created my own magazine two years ago that blew up, which made me had to leave coaching. Yeah. <laughs> so that I was now just doing public speaking and, you know, putting out my magazine. So you will evolve, which is good. We never want to get stuck in the same place. You'll grow, you'll evolve and be the willow, right? Don't be that stiff oak in the ground. Like I can't, this is all I do. Yeah. Be the willow (laughs) when the universe opens up and gives you beautiful opportunities, lean into it and take them. I think we have to follow. I mean, it's going to sound maybe silly, but the signs, you know, like everything. I believe that whatever happens to us is for a reason, but we have to be careful to get those signs and to see what could be our next step and what, how we can, you know, like go there. And some people are scared to change and they think that like if they decided to be, I don't know, let's say a trainer and then it doesn't work that they cannot reinvent themselves. So as a, you know, like I'm sure you can tell our listeners that it's okay to rebrand yourself and reinvent yourself. I did after 50, like I went from interior design business, like when you get sick and you can't show up for your clients, I had to give them to new designers, right? They can't wait for me. And honestly, I didn't know that I would be able to come back. And then when I was healthy enough to come back, I can't say, well, I'm I'm healthy. I would like my clients back. And, but I just wasn't passionate about it anymore. I, I had a mission, like my, my new brand was more than a brand. It became this mission for me to share hope, to connect people, to open up the doors of holistic. And when people ask me all the time, what does holistic mean? I don't even know what that means. It's whole health, yeah. right? It, it should be W-H-O-L yeah. instead of just holistic. But it's about whole health. It's about your spirituality. It's about what you're feeding your brain, your body. It's about movement. It's about so many things, your relationships. So it's about whole life. And when I really embrace that, I, I had to let other people know, because how did I get to the age of 51 when I first discovered it and not know? I'm pretty educated. And my husband's a doctor. Two of my daughters were in medical school at the time. How did I not know about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You reinvented yourself and then you, you, you're the proof that it's never too late. So listeners, if you think that it's too late, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not young anymore. I, I cannot do this. Well, you can reinvent yourself at any age. So really, this is very inspiring. <laughs> I love it. Actually, you know, my story is like, I was a psychotherapist, but I worked in banks, in portfolio management. I worked in fashion. And then I came back and I found, as you said, my mission is like to spread happiness, <laughs> basically. So I totally understand where you're coming from, you know, it's, and it's, it's just amazing. So let's talk about, let's say, I want to create my brand. And there are like so many people doing the same thing. How can you stand out? 
So that is like the best question ever, by the way. And I want to share that like with everyone in the whole world. Your brand isn't a beautiful color. It isn't a gorgeous signature, a logo. It's none of that. I'm telling you, those will change. Nobody remembers that. It is a feeling that you give to others. It's what comes out of you. So if you're creating a brand online and you want to stand out, you need to show up. You can't hide behind graphics. You can't hide behind, you know, these beautiful posts. You have to show up for them and keep introducing yourself. The more they hear your story, the more they see your face and you talk, like you go on lives, like what exactly what Natalie's doing right now. People get to know her personality. She's funny, right? She's real. She shows up every time and she's doing her, her um, podcast and, and she's showing up in a real form. They start connecting with you. I mean, how many of you watch her show on a regular basis and think, oh my gosh, I love her. I feel like I've known her forever. As a matter of fact, when I go to events and talk, they're like, I feel like I already know you. I see you all the time. I know all about your grandkids, right? Yeah. And so when you start putting your brand, yourself, your mission out in a real physical way, it will take you above all the others. Yeah. And also, you can do exactly the same thing, but it will never be exactly the same thing because it's you. You're different than everyone, you know, like you have your own touch in it. So uh, you you just touch about, you know, like doing like these videos and this, like what are the important tools that one must use to, you know, to boost their ex- exposure? What do you advise? So it depends on what platforms you're on. If you're on Instagram, you could do IG Lives. You can do educational classes. You can invite guests on just exactly like Nat- Natalie's doing. And you can, you know, do lives. Um, you could do lives on Facebook. You can um, post on YouTube, little tips. Like, so for instance, as a mindset coach, I just started posting little swap outs, right? About how we talk to ourselves or um, manifestation. People think like they have a beautiful visionary board, right? And they think that's going to bring them those visions. That's just part of it, right? Mm -hmm. I want them to understand how to create that beautiful blueprint in their brain. So I would do a live today. If you have your vision board made, great. Let's take a step towards that. How do we do that? And so I would do these little tips to let people know that you can't just put it on a beautiful board. You can't just say those words. I mean, the odds are they probably won't happen without a little sweat behind it, <laughs> moving towards it and yeah. a little plan. But that's a good start because our brains, you know this, it, they, it doesn't know any different about what's really possible, what might be possible, what's not possible at all. We just tell it what we're going to do and we do it. I should not be here. I tell people all the time, I never cured myself. My stomach never grew back. I'm living in the same diagnosis I had 10 years ago when they gave me two weeks to live. And yet here I am. And if you look at me, you wouldn't know that there was anything going on. I am thriving. So you tell your brain what you want to tell it and start moving towards that. Yeah, it's 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 great. So really share. So do you do you advise people to share on a daily basis to their clients like or to their followers on social media? What what is like what, what do you advise? So I don't share daily. Here's what I do advise though, is that you're consistent. So if you show up on Wednesdays, show up on Wednesdays, let Mm -hmm. them know so that you start building that crowd, right? That Wednesday crowd. And if you add another day, add another day, but we also have lives. So we want, we want to have that to me, what's more important than making a ton of money or getting a lot of followers are my real life connections with human beings. And so I try to balance that out. So if you're doing a live, I say never do more than 15 to 30 minutes. 
always tell something very personal about yourself. Like, I don't mean like if you had a fight with your husband or I don't talk a lot about my grandkids or my, my children because that's their lives. Right. And they may not want to be integrated on social media with a yeah, ton yeah. of followers. And especially my grandchildren, I'm pretty protective of them because they're minors. So I do say I have grandkids. I just really don't share a whole lot about them, but I share personal stories. Like, oh my gosh, today I got up and it wasn't, I didn't get up as quite as fast, right? I'm real. Or people don't know this about me, but I had a stroke. I had a stroke during this beautiful transformation, building my new brand. And I lost my speech. I would think these, I could think what I was going to say, but when I opened my mouth, gibberish came out and I'd be like, what was, (laughs) I heard it. I heard it come out wrong. I knew it wasn't right, but I didn't know how to stop it. And so it took me a while to get my speech back. And still I have problems with certain names or medical terminology. I can hear it. It won't come out, but I tell people all the time, I tell them that. And when I'm tired or I'm speaking for too long, it happens. And the wrong word, I I just can't get my mouth to say the word that my head is hearing. And I just look at people and say, well, it's happening. (laughs) Like it's happening, but here's the thing. It's not stopping me from talking to you today. And they start applauding and like they, their hearts go out. Like they know they can fall. They know they can get up too. And people, people are going to be okay with that. So when you go out, you want to keep your lives anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes because people's attention span will not hang on that long. <laughs> be sure that if you're bringing them somewhere, so if you're saying, I have a free offer, or you, be sure you tease it a couple of times for those who couldn't stay the 15 or 30 minutes, yeah. they may want to. And so be sure that you have a mission when you're talking. You, you're clear and precise. Like, this is what I'm talking about today. This is my focus. And you're not all over the place Yeah. because then they get confused, right? What, what is this? I don't even know what, I don't know what she said. <laughs> so I do that all the time, by the way. So when I'm doing a, a talk, I never write it out because I want it to be very authentic. I want to make mistakes, but I put bullet points. So that if I tend to get off on a tra- tangent, I look over, I'm like, Oh, I didn't cover this. And I just immediately pulls me back to the five key things that I'm going to talk about in that 15 minutes. So those really help me, but I engage with people on a regular basis. Every person I work with meets me on Zoom. Natalie, you know, anyone that writes for me meets me on Zoom. I want to know them. I want to know that they're, you know, they have the same sort of mission I have and they just want to change the world. So get out there, get your face, your voice, your personality, (laughs) your mission out there. I think, yes, like the word is be real and connect with your audience. It's like, that's like really, really important to connect with your audience and then like make them know you better. As you said, like what you said before, it's like really great because like, it's like when people see you, they they should have the feeling that they know you. Yeah. I mean, I think like, that's like really a very good, good point. So people putting all their fake pictures and all their, you know, retouched life it's it, it it's of course it will attract some crowd but i don't know if this is the crowd that you want to attract to be honest you want to attract the real crowd who who are coming to you for help and to be inspired not to be jealous of you <laughs> of your fake life that's true and i think the other thing is i would tell you guys stay in your lane for instance, I'm a mindset coach. And when someone comes to me and they're they're struggling with trauma or they're struggling with depression, I know I'm a mindset coach and that is not what they need. So share the wealth, right? Send them to the right places. Don't try to help them because you'll do more harm. And if, if you get one person that, that gets very upset with you and starts blasting negativity about you, all those years of credibility that you worked so hard for are gone. 
They're, I mean, it'll take you forever to get them back. Oh, okay. We have to talk about this. We're about to take our first break. We're talking with Jana Short about exposing your brand with confidence. She's giving us all the little tips on how to rock your brand and be confident out there and be a positive influencer. Can I say that? <laughs> It's really that, you know, like an impact in a good way. We will see you just after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all, yet are missing the most important thing, to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at thebond-vivantgirl.com and click Happiness Course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy, has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words, What do you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy. The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Stimulating talk It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebond-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host, and I'm talking with Jana Short from Best Holistic Life magazine. And she is explaining us how to expose your brand and how to shine out there and how to be a rock star, basically. So just before the, the break, we were talking about how, you know, like the steps that you should do, how you should connect with your audience. And then she was saying a very important thing. If someone bad mouths you, gives negativity, let's talk about that. How can we like avoid that? Well, I don't know that we can completely avoid it. So I still get negativity. But what I do is I thank them, right? If somebody shouts out something nasty on Instagram, I say, thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate that you shared that. And um, 
I just let it go at that. I never engaged. Don't ever engage in negativity online. It took me literally almost a decade to build my credibility to where I'm at right now. And one person going around saying something that made them unhappy or whatever can completely break that down. And so it's really hard when you're on social media to make everyone love you. They're just not, it's not, they're not supposed to, (laughs) to be, you know, everybody's not going to love you and that's okay. I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I also want to make sure that they have their voice. And so now when there's negativity, I literally just say, thank you. Thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate you took the time to let me know that. And we can always do better, right? I can always do better. Of course. And that usually shuts them right down. Half the time when I use that that response, they become best friends. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I didn't really mean it that way, right? (laughs) That's a good tactic. Yes. So usually I don't get any more feedback. I never engage. I never say, well, I didn't. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Or I, I always thank them. Thank you so much for your feedback. I can always do better. And the only way for me to do better is to learn. So thank you. And they immediately diffuses them. So that's my little trick for hecklers. That, that's <laughs> a good thing. But these are like, like people who give negative because they don't agree with you or like, as we call the trolls, because like the trolls, like, do you get, tell them, thank you very much for your feedback as well? <laughs> I do. And I never remove their stuff. I do remove them though, because obviously I'm not their cup of tea. Like they, they don't, they're not going to grow in my space. And so I don't want to waste their time. So I do thank them. I never take down a negative comment because if someone sees it and you remove it, that makes you seem not authentic, right? I agree. And not everything's good. So eventually, one time I got a really nasty troll, horrible attack and I I tried the nice way and it didn't work. What happened is the people who love me and know me saw this (laughs) and no, they didn't. They knew I would not allow that. I will not allow you to attack another person either, but they gave me so much love. It drowned it down in the feed so low that it just buried it. Like everyone just started not addressing them, but just throwing in, I love Jana. She's great. Blah, 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 blah. And I thought that's a real testament to the fact that I am showing up authentic and I'm doing the right thing, but I, I ended up removing them. So they couldn't, but I never removed their text. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I, I mean, I co- completely understand that some people, they don't follow our philosophy, our way of thinking. But if someone attacks me, I know that they're actually attacking themselves. They're just unhappy. And sometimes I just write, do you need a hug? Yes. I mean, like, I really think that that's my way, you know, like, like they need a hug. They need because like they're in pain and I know that it's hard. And I know that sometimes at the beginning, I was like taking it so personal that I would like fight with them, you know, like answer, answer. And at the end, I'm like, no, I'm not going to give them that power. So, you know, the fact of letting it go, I think it's, it's, it's great. But I love your tactic. I'm going to try next time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever engage with them. I'm telling you, there's no winners. There, There will be no winners. I know because like those people, they're there just to make you feel bad. Right. Some of them, and it, takes, not all of them. it can take years if, if you ever get back the credibility that you work so hard for. So I just don't want to see you lose all of the ground that you gain because it's very hard to gain trust on social media. So hard. So I don't want to see you lose that ground. So don't engage with negative. They have something going on in their life. That's their baggage, not yours. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally uh, agree. So Talking about exposing your brand, what about paid ads? What's your your take on that? Shall we buy ads, promote ourselves like that? So I don't do paid ads. They never. I I did the first year. They never did very well for me. You know what worked best for my 
myself was just to get out there personally and invite people in. So if somebody's coming to your home and you invite them for dinner, right? Come on over at eight o'clock for dinner. And then there's no one there to greet them. They're knocking on the door. It's left open a little bit. They're sneaking in, right? What's going on? And they're walking in. Nothing smells like it's cooking. Like there's nothing there. No one's at home. Make your social media be warm, inviting, and engaging based on who you are. And so it's totally different when someone comes to my house for dinner and they knock on my door and I swing it open. Hey, I'm so glad you're here and I'm hugging them. Come on in and they can smell all the food because everything's ready for them. That's what you have to try to portray on social media. You have to have that kind of engagement with them. Um, I don't do paid ads just because it was a waste of money for me. I got more engagements by personally going out and inviting people in. If you go to any of my websites and there's anything for you to join, the first thing you see is a video with me saying, oh my gosh, you're here. I'm so excited. You have got to join us, right? And I personally am inviting them into that space, telling them what they can expect, what they're going to get. I get so much more um, conversion because I'm personally inviting them to the space. And when they come into the space, I'm there to greet them. So it's so important that you're a show up, whatever you're doing, you're showing up. Yeah. But don't you think for, for some people who like start, you know, with no contact, be able to put an ad and then so people can see what they are about. I'm not saying to put an ad to sell your product, your course, but put an ad about you so they can go to your website. Do you advise for those people? Because like you have contacts. Some people don't have any contacts when they start this. I didn't have any contacts when I started. I'm a grandma. I didn't know how to use social media. Well, you're a rocking grandma. <laughs> like I did, I had no idea. Here's another way of doing it. Collaboration, right? Yeah. So let me tell you how I built my magazine in less than two years to almost 350,000 subscribers. I went and I found people who were amazing to write for me. I didn't charge them. And I said, here's what I'm going to do. You just need to promote yourself for two weeks. And I knew, I knew that my reach now went outside of my box into their box, into the other writer's box. I have 50 writers with anywhere from 10 to 200,000 subscribers to their Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So over a million people who are following them that they're now reaching out to about my magazine. And it blew up. So if you know somebody who has more followers than you, ask them, can we do a live on your Instagram? Because when you connect the two, all of a sudden their followers see you and become your followers. And it actually works really beautiful. I do those literally once or twice a week with people who I know and they, they need a boost. I believe in collaboration. I believe in helping each other, not competing with each other. There is enough beauty in this world. There's enough success, enough everything, abundance, that there's enough for all of us. So why not grab as many people as you can and take them with you? So collaborating with others is a huge way to get your brand out. I literally do this a couple times a week with people. That's great. No, that's like, that's a good tip. That's really, I think collaboration, it will help. And then, well, the other people has to accept to do it too with you. No, it's super easy. You could do it with anyone. Like literally now my girls who I've been coaching, they're doing it with other influencers. So one girl did one with an influencer, for instance, she had 300 new followers in less than 15 minutes. Like it works really well. And they're the ones who know her. They heard her talking. They're the right demographic. When you do an ad, it's a little bit different. You're not always getting the right people following you. Yeah. So is there like a time that it's better? Like, do you, did you notice that, let's say, like during lunchtime, people are more into watching the Insta lives or during the evening? Is there any 
demographics or uh, any time schedule that you should be following? So there, there is. And here's the thing, though. It's going to be different for everyone because we all have different types of people following mm-hmm. us, right? Some are nighttime people. Some are like they work and they only have an hour here. You can go on any of your social media on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and go into your analytics and it'll tell you when your peak hours are, like when more people are commenting and watching and engaging with you. And then you know, like those are a good time for me to schedule a live on a Tuesday at two because that's my peak time. So your graphics will tell you something totally different than mine. So hopefully it's not 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that would be a good time to advertise that you're going to go live at a very specific time, right? So you definitely can make it work for you, but you can go onto any of your social media, click into your analytics, and it'll tell you when, like what days are the best days, what hours are the best hours, and your peak engagement. So it's super easy to find out what time's best for you. Okay. So let's talk about your magazine. I mean, like you, you, you little t- talked a little about it. What made you decide to create this magazine? I'm lazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> that a good one. I created it. So um, I wrote a book on my health. There is hope and it became a bestseller. And I knew it was about sharing stories, right? So your stories are so powerful. Yeah. It's like your superpower. Yeah. And everyone kept asking me if I would share more stories, if I would create a newsletter. And I did not have time. My schedule just did not have time. But here's the thing about collaboration. I had come in contact with some pretty amazing celebrities and athletes and like these high big time influencers. I thought maybe they can give me an article. So I reached out to get a few articles and I just kept getting them. Everyone wanted to share their their zone of genius with others. And so my first um, magazine was supposed to be a newsletter and it turned out to have like, I think we had 50 pages. Now I'm cutting it off at like 140 pages. Like I can't take any more. <laughs> we went from the first year releasing one issue every new season. So it was seasonal to this year, we released seven issues, so we added three. And next year, we will be releasing one every single month because there's that wow. many incredible people who are educating through Best Holistic Lives. So, um, yeah, I started out as a newsletter, and it's super That's- easy for you to create that on your own even in your zone of genius. That's amazing. So, it's it's an online magazine, but it's also pa- paperback, it right? It goes Kindle. And paperback, these are my notes for my live interviews that we do on Instagram. (laughs) But um, this is our most current issue. And this is Mark Anthony. He's pretty, he's kind of pretty famous. Um, He's known as a psychic lawyer, the psychic um, explorer. And he's releasing his third book. And when he knew that was coming out, he's like, I got to do a cover. So um, it's pretty exciting to have a magazine, but it's more exciting for the people that I'm meeting and connecting with and hearing their stories and how they're changing the world gives me hope that, that we can make this beautiful change in our world. Yeah. So can someone contact you if they want to like participate, how they can contact you? Absolutely. They can just DM me through Instagram and say, Hey, I heard you on um, Natalie's show and I would like to submit an article. I always meet everyone. So I'll send you a link to meet with me for 15 minutes. There's just some rules. So if you're planning, if you have a product, we are not product driven. Here's the thing. If you have a product and that is your brand, remove that. Not your product, but that is not your brand. You yeah. are the brand. So for people who are listening who are doing MLMs, by the way, that was what saved my life as an MLM product. 
And I was so excited. I wanted to share it with everyone. And so like, I told everyone about it and they just started putting earmuffs on. Like it's another sales pitch. It's another sales pitch. But if I didn't tell anyone and I just started telling about my story, how I should be dad, how I have no stomach and yet I eat food and all these things, all of a sudden they're leaning in and engaging, right? Yeah. And so I realized it's not a product. It's me. I'm the magic key in this. You are the magic key in your brand. So if you have a product, stop talking about it. Start listening and engaging with the person you're with. What do they need? How can I serve them? And really listening and sharing your story. I tell you, I blew up in that business. I never talk about it. I've been in it for 10 years. I get some pretty nice checks, but I never talk about it because I am engaging with the person instead of selling. So if your product is a brand, we don't put product in the magazine. We want your stories. We want you to educate. We want them to get to know you. And you know how I tell you, you have to be showing up. We ask you to create a 90 second video that just introduces yourself so that they can run their little phone over the hard copy and boom, you're going to pop out. Hi, I'm Natalie. And I just wanted to say, Hey, and if you're reading that article, it's mine. I'm so excited. Come join me on Instagram or grab my free gift. It's just right there in the magazine and they can just run a barcode and sign up for your free gift. So I think it's super important that we don't share products. So if you want to write an article, um, we don't allow any curative claims, any types of diagnoses, and we are not promoting product. Having said that, you're not a product. Your books are not a product. Your programs are not a product. But if you're selling this beautiful pink pen, we are not going to put it in there. Okay. Okay. So you can s- promote your tools to help people, but not depend to write it down or to sign right. the contract. Exactly. <laughs> I can talk it. all about my my story and this pink pen save me, but I'm not going to show this pink pen and have a thing saying click here to buy. Yeah. That's going to be you in your video, right? If you exactly. want to know more and how I had that happen to me, I'd love to tell you. Have a quick call with me. No, that's great. And what I love, it's like when it's digital, when you, you go, you know, like you check the magazine, you can just click on the on the, how do you call it, the the QR code, and then you can have access to the video and to the website. Like yep. it's really user-friendly. So I advise everyone to to check out that magazine and it's all the articles are very insightful. I, I love it. It's very helpful. You learn a lot. It's free and it will always be free as long as I own this magazine. So the hard copy is not, but the digital is because I want the world to have access to your tips and, and education. Yeah, no, that's, that's just amazing. <laughs> so let's go back to websites. Do you advise people if, let's say someone wants to create, a, they decided to create a brand, they found what they're going to do. Do you advise to create right away a website or wait? What are your tips about it? I think you should have at least a landing page. So if you don't have the whole website going, you're going to expand on that. But you should at least have a, like a landing page welcoming them somewhere to send them, right? Mm-hmm. You should always have a free offer in there. We call that a nurturing um, funnel. So give them something to test out, right? And I always make my free authors video super easy. Do three quick tips on mindset. And I do three quick five-minute videos. And then when they sign up for that, they start becoming part of my nurturing system. So they'll get the newsletter, they'll get the free offer for the magazine, and I start nurturing them. So I um, have something free on there. Um, here's the thing when you're creating your website and your brand. I always have people go look at other sites so I can kind of get, are they 
Because um, remember, I'm a designer. Are they cluttery? Are they like really clean and simple? Is it bright? Is it dark? What does it look like? But here's one of the biggest mistakes you can make when creating a website. I love Gabby Bernstein. I wish I could get in her shoes one day and just walk around as her. <laughs> but she's amazing. But I'm not Gabby Bernstein. And so I am unique and special in my own way. Our stories are completely different. Our, actually, our target markets are completely different. But I just admire her so much. Don't make the mistake of wanting to copy someone you admire. You are beautiful and unique. You should be the one people are looking to copy. And so just take a few minutes to see what that feels like for you. And it should be your quotes, not her quotes. It should be your messages, not her messages. Because people will see that you are copying someone and it's just, it's like a cheaper version, right? It's like the person hasn't quite got there. So be sure you're very authentic and yourself. That doesn't mean you can't go around and say like, look, I like this website because it's clean. It's bright. I like this website because of the, it's so, it's so many photos and not a lot of words. So those are the things that are okay to grab from other sites, but don't say, I want my website to look like Gabby's just like her, but me. I want it to look like Dr. Axe, just like him, but it's me. It will never look like you. You are your own unique, beautiful brand. So get yourself out there. So basically you can get inspired, but don't copy because like you will be a fake copy of the real thing. Yes. And it's like be authentic. And you don't have to copy. You're already freaking amazing. I know, (laughs) but some people have difficulties to get that they're freaking amazing. That's their little problem. It is. But you know what? If you just keep chunking it down, why am I doing this? Why, 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 why? Pretty soon you get to that gut core reason. And I'm telling you, the minute you do that, it will set you on fire. You'll you'll just know. So it just takes a little while. Get a coach to work with. Like I I suggest coaches all the time. I work with coaches. I'm pretty sure that Natalie works with coaches. Like to grow, I want to grow beyond my boundaries. So I can only teach myself so much. So I always grab other coaches to help explore and expand who I am and my reach and who I can help. So definitely get a coach to start helping you pull that mission out of what what it is you're doing. Yeah, I think we all need a coach that pushes out. I have a coach. She's my, she became my friend, but she's kind of my accountability coach. And like, you know, when I'm stuck, she knows what I'm talking about. And she's always the one who shows me, you know, the little window. And I said, okay, maybe you should try that or the little door, like try to do that and then open my mind for the new things. So it's like very important. So you were talking about giving kind of freebies on your website. And I know that your website has a a yummy freebie lately. (laughs) It's the five keys to becoming an influencer. There is, and it's all video, and it tells you the five steps you can take on your own. I walk you through it. I give you a workbook. It's super easy. I used to charge $500 as a mini course, and then I just started giving it away for free. Um, so it's it's really great, and I'll tell you, it won't be there for much longer because I'm switching everything over to the free subscription of the magazine, so you guys should go get it while you can. And if for some reason it's not there when you go, just send me a DM. I'm, it's, I'm always going to make it available, but I think I'm going to be switching it out to the magazine soon. Ah, okay. So we have to share it, you know, the link so people can go and get it because like I obviously I got it. (laughs) I cannot get it like I said. So it's really, really, really cool. So we talked about, you know, like all the brand and everything. We, you, you changed your life. What was the pivotal moment in your career? What made, you know, like what was that trigger? (laughs) For me, it was dying. (laughs) 
It, I, literally, it was dying. So when I used to go to a job as an interior designer, I tell this to people all the time. I drove a very expensive car. I had an Hermes bag, my Louis Vuitton shoes, you know, my Chanel dress. And I thought, I look successful, right? Even though my brain was saying, oh, I hope I get this job. You know, I would really love to do yeah. this job. But I'm like, how could they not give me a job? Look at me. I would hire me. That was so not real. It was like something I had put up in my brain. And then when I was on my, literally on my deathbed, I was sent home, given two more weeks to survive before my organs were shut down. I had a nine week old grandson. I was there at his birth. And then nine weeks later, I'm on a deathbed and my daughter brings him to see me. And I literally was sobbing. How will he remember me? How will he have one memory of me? And I realized I wasn't taking the car, the shoes, the purse, the dress. All I wanted to take with me and leave behind was this beautiful memory with this brand new grandbaby of mine. And then my life changed. I understand what their true meaning of wealth was. And it was my health. It was my relationships, right? Um, and once I started getting an alignment, what was really important to me, what was really the reason I wanted to be here and what I wanted to leave behind, everything changed. Everything opened up. And that was my pivotal moment. I hope it doesn't take a near-death experience yeah. for any of you to find that moment. Um, work with a coach, do some journaling. I'm telling you, it's it's there. I know you can feel it bubbling in your gut. Like I know I'm destined for something really amazing. And you could feel it, but you just don't know how to tap into it get someone to help you because the world needs people like you right now to start tapping into that beautiful mission of yours and changing things. Yeah, it's true. So if you have to give three essential tips for someone who's going to start their brand, what, what will be? Um, start working on your story. Start being open to sharing it. People love the fact that we are people too and we made mistakes. Um, the other is start showing up on your social media. You showing up personally, doing little lives, little tips, you know, your face, not somebody else's, your quotes, not someone else's. And the third would be always be authentic. If it feels not right, don't do it. People can feel that. Like always show up authentic. If you're a mess that day, show up a mess that day. If you don't wear a suit, don't wear a suit. Show up as your real self. And that's who you're going to attract, the people that are attracted to the real you. So um, those would be my three tips for you. Okay. I just got a question. Someone is asking about newsletter. Is it important or not? I think it's important that we are educating constantly. So I definitely would do a newsletter. Um, if, if just a little piece of connection with them, even if it's once a month. I do mine weekly because I have so much going on, but I think that's like a lot. I would just do once a month, like it's September, back to school. Here's my tip. Here's, you know, a recipe, whatever is your zone of genius, share. And if you don't have time, ask a friend. You want to write an article for my newsletter? I get them to do it. Maybe you'll have a magazine. <laughs> yeah, maybe that will be the beginning. And for the website, do you, do you advise us to hire someone or we should do it ourselves? Like what is your, your tip on that? So I actually went above hiring someone. I went to a, she's called a soul branding coach. So I tell you, I use coaches all the time and she worked with me, worked with me because I was a Gabby Bernstein lady. I love her. I want to look just yeah. like her. Yeah. No, I want the photo to look exactly the same, right? And so she helped me tap into who I really wanted to 
exposed to the world myself. And so I um, work with a branding coach. I, I don't do my own website because I just don't want to learn how they work. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. So it might be better to have someone do it unless that's your zone of genius. Like I can do that super easy. I can knock that out. But I don't want to waste my valuable time doing something that really isn't productive. And for me, creating my website wasn't productive. Yeah. Okay. And I have this question for all my guests. What makes you happy today? Oh, all of you, like seriously, all of you. And honestly, I am happy every morning I wake up because there was a morning I wasn't sure I was going to. So I literally wake up every morning with my heart filled with joy. So yes, I'm, I'm happy that I woke up. I'm happy that I'm getting to be here and share with all of you. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Where the listeners, like what, which website the listeners should go to find you? So if they want to know about me personally, they would just go to janashort.com. If they want to get the magazine, they can go to bestholisticlife.com. And you can either get the print copy, the digital will always be free, or the, the digital copy. Okay, perfect. Well, Jenna, thank you so much. I have some more questions, but maybe we will answer them on the chat afterwards because like, we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming and giving all these in the, these tips. Some of them, I'm going to use them. <laughs> and you and I, we have to talk about more collaboration together. Yeah. Um, listeners, thank you so much for being there. And we're a little sorry that we had a little delay, but we caught up. I hope you're happy. And please don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts to show me some love and rate and comment on my podcast. And I will see you all next week. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. Please join Natalie Botros for another show next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen to this program again or any of our past episodes on demand and on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep saying yes and find your happiness.